The timing is definitely suspect. This is the Paul Truesdell Podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. Oh. The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truesdell. Yeah. You know, when I was uh, driving my muscle cars back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, uh, I think there was a little bit more common sense in the world. And one of the things that uh, we all knew and we've been talked about and we've been told for many years is that, uh, you know, an apple a day keeps a doctor away, right? We talk about things like that. We talk about things like uh, Superman, you know, the all-American guy, you know, he leaped tall buildings with a single bound in the American way. Well, the American way is being taken away from Superman. People are uh, always talking about being married as being bad, right? You know, heterosexual relationships are now, you know, basically domestic terrorism. Chevy, apple pie just doesn't uh, cut it anymore. Things are changing. It's just a matter of time before. Or uh, George, oh, I don't know, maybe George Washington will uh, be scrubbed away from D.C. And uh, you think I'm fooling. You think that this is something that is not going to happen. Well, let's listen to this. You might have heard that regularly taking a low dose of aspirin can lower your chance of a heart attack or a stroke. But new recommendations from a top U.S. medical panel say that for some people, starting, starting daily aspirin could do more harm than good. NPR's Will Stone reports. People 60 years and older should not start taking aspirin to prevent that first heart attack or stroke. Okay, so the story is going to continue and they're going to begin to talk about things and say things, well, kind of, maybe, should have. Just pay very careful attention to where they word this. That's one of the big takeaways from the updated recommendations. Oh, that's one of the big takeaways from this organization that was probably founded two days ago. Put out by the U.S. Preventive Services Task Force. Dr. John Wong is a member of the... Who the hell is the U.S. Preventative Task Force and John Wong? Wong bing bong boo. Task Force, which sifted through the most recent studies and weighed out the benefits. Oh, they weighed out the benefits just recently. Recently. Why would they do that? What we found is that compared to older studies, aspirin appears to have less benefit from cardiovascular disease. And then they looked at the harms. And Oh, God, now we got to look at the harms. Oh, my, oh, my. The increasing recognition among healthy individuals of various ages that aspirin carries an increasing risk of bleeding as people age. Wong emphasizes that many people take aspirin safely, but that bleeding can happen in the stomach, intestines, and brain, and it can be life-threatening. Okay, now just want you to think about this for a minute. We've got a basketball player for the New York Nets. Um, he's really good. He's a black guy, and they won't let him play unless he gets his shots. But back in the day when Magic Johnson had AIDS, everyone said that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. There are so many things that don't square. And again, being critical and looking at things from a very factual standpoint. 
I'm not taking pro or con. I just can't stand bullshitters. There are some important nuances with these guidelines. They do not apply to people who've already had a heart attack or stroke or to people who are already taking daily aspirin. Okay, so you got to understand this. Headlines scare the crap out of people. And the headline of this story was as obvious as the nose on your face. And Wong says the guidance changes as you move into the age groups below 60. Aspirin may have a small amount of benefit for people in their 40s or people in their 50s. Whether you choose to take it, he says, depends on your cardiovascular risk and should be decided with your doctor. And one of the things you need to remember and don't forget is this. In Taiwan, the number of people dying after their COVID vaccination is exceeding the number of deaths from the virus itself. Taiwan. So in Taiwan, they're saying, you know, something's not right here. And they're saying, we got to shut this thing down. So my point is, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, do your own research. And you have to ask yourself this, when there are advertisers, when there are people making lots of money, when they are making tons of money, you have to always follow the money because we do. We look for the money. Where is the money going? And right now, when it comes to healthcare. My gosh, hospitals that can code out properly, everybody's got COVID, make a whole lot more money. And the more vaccines, the more shots, the more pills, the more the pharmaceuticals make. No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. This has been the Paul Truesdell Podcast. The Paul Truesdell Podcast is sponsored by nobody. Why? Because paid advertising chokes and corrupts free speech. Yeah.